As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. In the great real estate recession in the United States, the average national rent only dropped $100 per month on multifamily and on apartments. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Actively Passive Investing Show. I'm your host, Travis Watts. And if you're tuning in on audio only, I'm sorry about the audio, case in point right there. I'm on a walk today, and sometimes I get these moments of inspiration, (laughs) these little epiphanies, and I want to share them. And it's best to do it in the moment and not days later as I forget what my point was in sharing the message. So appreciate you being flexible with that. If you're tuning in on YouTube, well, you can enjoy this beautiful walk with me. And again, apologies if you're tuning in on audio. So today I wanted to talk about kind of a unique message. Here we are in December. You wouldn't know it where I am here today in Florida. It looks like midsummer. But uh, I had this epiphany and I was thinking back, been doing a lot of self-reflection. Here we are at kind of the end of the year in, in 2021. And I was thinking about chasing your passion versus chasing opportunity. And really interesting story. I grew up with people telling me, find your passion and get good at it and follow your dreams, pursue your passion, all the generic advice that you get from (laughs) adults and peers and whatnot. And I did that, you guys. I actually took that advice and my passion back when was music. So I was a drummer, I was a singer in bands, and I wanted to work with musicians. I wanted to open a recording studio. I wanted to go tour. So I wanted to do Broadway work and work in theaters. I wanted to do all of it. So I pursued my passion from junior high, high school, college and post-college, slightly post-college. That was my passion, was doing that kind of stuff. And it was fun. But what I failed to realize is, quite frankly, I wasn't very good at drumming. I wasn't very good, certainly not good at singing. 
<laughs> I wasn't good at business. I wasn't good at all this stuff. And, and yes, I could have gotten better at it. But as I really immersed myself into the business, as I did an internship, as I actually moved to New York City, as I actually got to networking with people who have been doing this for a very long time, I quickly fell out of love and kind of lost my passion for what it was I was pursuing. And it was really going to be going against the grain, so to speak. This was 2008 and nine as I was going through college. So I'm coming out of the tail end of the recession. No one's hiring. Everybody's laying off. People with 30 years experience aren't getting jobs. And then here I am, somebody with very little skill set, no real world experience, trying to enter the job market in a highly competitive space that requires a lot of connections and who you know and what you know and all this kind of stuff. And I made a decision. I had a little quarter life crisis, so to speak. And <laughs> I decided I'm going to move back to Colorado where I was raised and I'm going to find an opportunity. And one of those opportunities, I ended up finding two that I decided to pursue rather than pursuing my passion. The first was entering the world of the oil industry. So there was a big problem. Colorado was blowing up with oil production and they couldn't find enough people to do manual labor and be away from home and work 100 hours per week outside in the elements, swinging sledgehammers. I guess that makes sense, right? Especially in today's world. I still don't know how they find people who are willing to do that kind of stuff. But anyway, I took one of those jobs because I knew that I wanted to get into real estate, which was the second opportunity. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. You can get 15% off right now with the code BEC15 at besteverconference.com. That's the code BEC15 for 15% off at besteverconference.com. Real estate in my market was about 40% off from the previous price levels just a year or two prior to this time, pre-recession. So with that, I certainly wasn't passionate about the oil industry. I knew nothing about the oil industry. I certainly wasn't passionate about working in negative 20 degree weather, swinging a sledgehammer, but it was 
the best earning opportunity that I could find. And I knew one thing back then, <laughs> this is the way that my mind worked, was I need to make more money if I want to get in the real estate game. I didn't know anything about syndications or raising money from other people or any of that kind of stuff. All I knew was I wanted to buy up more and more real estate at a discount and I needed some pretty big money to do it. So I did make a lot of sacrifice, be very frugal. I've shared a lot of these stories in previous episodes, but long story short, I pursued the opportunity and the opportunity at that time was working a job I really wasn't passionate about for the money. Not recommending you or anybody else do that specifically, but that's an example of what I mean by pursuing opportunity. The second was, as I mentioned, real estate's 40% off. I want to get in the game and I wanted to start accumulating cash flow. So at the time, I knew nothing about real estate either. I had never invested in real estate and didn't probably even really understand fully the tax advantages and the full meaning of cash flow. But it certainly wasn't a passion of mine. It was just an opportunity that prices are depressed. And did you know, side note real quick, I just learned this the other day, in the great real estate recession in the United States, the average national rent only dropped $100 per month on multifamily and on apartments. The average rents were $1,300 a month going into the recession and they dropped to about $1,200. So that's pretty crazy to think about, right? If you or I owned a single family home and we went through one of the worst recessions that we've ever had in US history that was specific to real estate and all we had to sacrifice was $100 per month on our rental, not too bad. Obviously some markets were beat up worse than others. Las Vegas, Miami, there was really hard hit markets where I'm sure those statistics, that's not accurate to there, but that's just the national scale and something to think about. So I knew one thing, I wanted to pursue real estate for the cash flow, not for the equity upside. Quite frankly, in 2009, when I entered the real estate market, a lot of people say, oh, great timing. Well, <laughs> I was catching a falling knife, so to speak. Everyone's telling me not to buy real estate. And quite frankly, real estate prices were still dropping. And the market didn't start to recover, at least where I was, to probably late 2011, somewhere in 2012. And that's where it really got a nice upkick and started reversing. That's where I started flipping houses and changing my strategy, which is another example of chasing the opportunity, not passion. Certainly wasn't passionate about flipping houses. I hated every second about it, but it just made a lot of sense. I was buying these homes. Some homes I was buying and doing almost nothing to, renting them out for about a year and selling them. And a couple of those, I nearly doubled my money. It was really just a crazy opportunity, but certainly not being a drummer in a band. <laughs> so the point that I wanna make here is, this is what's interesting. Even though I wasn't passionate about the oil field, for example, and I certainly wasn't, I ended up finding a passion in the oil field because it was paying me well. And what that meant to me was that I could buy more real estate, which was my ultimate goal. So the oil field started helping me achieve my goals. Therefore, I got passionate about getting good at what I was doing so that I could get bigger bonuses and I could work more overtime hours and all these things so that I could acquire more real estate. And that was really the purpose. So I ended up getting very passionate in something that at first I had no passion for whatsoever. So let's say that you're doing something that you're not very passionate about. Just making this up for example purposes, but let's say that you're a programming 
engineer, IT professional, and you don't really have a passion for that, and you're just kind of doing it for the money. Well, here's the thing. You could, for example, invest in cash flowing real estate, and over time, build up enough cash flow to leave that job and to pursue something that you actually want to pursue. So, for example, we'll use my example. If I still had today a passion for being a drummer in a band or a singer, or I wanted to tour, or I wanted to go open a recording studio or something like that, which by the way, that's not my passion anymore, but if it were, I would now have the ability to go pursue that kind of stuff without having to worry about the financial side of it because I have enough cash flow to cover my lifestyle and my living expenses. We'll get back to the show in a few minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll get some value in learning more about. How are you doing on your goals this year, whether it's planning for your goals or whether it's executing on those goals? I imagine one of them has to do with financial freedom, taking control of your finances. And I can tell you that is a possibility within the next one to three years using a proven system created by my friend, Michael Blanc. He's got the program Deal Maker Mentoring. Here are some of his students who have been in the program and what they've accomplished. Melanie McDaniel, she closed her first 24-unit joint venture deal and is now pivoting to become full-time in the industry. Within five months of joining, Cheryl Groovy from Atlanta, she had a 34-unit deal under contract, and she partnered with two other deal-maker mentoring students, and together they raised $700,000. And Brian Briscoe, he said thanks to deal-maker mentoring, he had the opportunity to accelerate his timeline and go after much bigger deals than he would have on his own. If you are ready to commit to achieving your dreams this year and you've been thinking about getting into multifamily, well, text the word Joe to 66866. Again, that's the word Joe. You know how to spell my name, right? J-O-E to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own syndication business. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate. And follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners, then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow-up boss offers experts seven days a week you can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial, twice the length of the normal trial. For a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. My big picture philosophy, you guys, which I'm, I'm sure I've shared before, is I believe people should pursue overall long-term thinking here when you're achieving your goals, 
pursue the things that you love, okay, but then outsource the things that you don't love. And the best way I've found to do that is through investing in cash flow and through investing in real estate. But you guys, the investing game to me is very simple. And it is that you invest in things that produce passive income or cash flow. You use that to enhance your lifestyle. 101 at its basic bones, that's really what I believe and that's really what I do and that's really what I teach. So with that in mind, you guys, I know this was kind of a shorter little offbeat snippet episode, but really consider that you can find passion in things you may not be passionate about. Like what I do today is I found that I'm actually passionate about coaching people, about educating people. And I don't do coaching as a paid service. I'm just saying I do this to give back and to help people because that's what I'm truly passionate about. If I find something in life that works, I wanna share it with other people. That's just me and that's always been the case. I don't care if it's a weight loss program or a workout program or a new car or whatever it is. If I find something that I see as a true value to others, or to me rather, I wanna share that with others. But anyway, for what it's worth, so the message is don't pursue your passion, rather pursue opportunity. Do I think real estate is still a good opportunity in 2021 going on 2022? I do. Primary reason, the amount of money that's been printed in the system, I don't think is a reflection of the current pricing that we see on real estate. I still think there's some room to go there, but I'm not a big advocate for buy low, sell high anyway. So I still think multifamily real estate has a competitive yield compared to other asset classes. In other words, if I could only make 6% cash flow on real estate today, but I could go put my money in the bank at 8%, well, I certainly wouldn't be an investor in multifamily, right? I would go put my money in the bank. But today I get nothing by putting my money in the bank. I get nearly nothing out of bonds or CDs or anything like that. So for what it's worth, I still think we have some room to go. But you know what? That's my opinion. Doesn't really matter. You do you. But wanted to share my thoughts on this and hopefully you guys found it valuable. Thanks for tuning in as always. We'll see you next time on the Actively Passive Investing Show. Have a great day.